I'm Polly. I'm a mom, a wife, a pelvic floor physical therapist, and founder of No Kegels University. I have helped thousands of women stop leaking, enjoy intimacy, and feel proud of their bodies, even after having kids. After years of listening to women wonder why no one talks about leaking, how they should properly recover after having a baby, and that pleasurable intimacy is possible, I started to get real frustrated because I believe that no mom or woman should struggle when there are answers. It became my mission to shed light on the lack of postpartum care and the lack of discussion on issues that relate to women and their health, even if they can be uncomfortable sometimes. It also became my mission to change the conversation on women's health, the pelvic floor, and more. Here we go. Episode 29. Do I always have to strengthen my pelvic floor? When I was younger, I had a lot of dental and orthodontic work. I had big teeth for my small mouth, and my teeth grew extra slow. So for me, that meant lots of time in the dental chair and lots of time spent in braces to make my very crooked horse teeth, pre-braces anyways, to look straight. And I remember the day that I got my braces off, as I'm sure most of us do. We had that slimy, funny feeling when I went to the bathroom. I looked in the mirror and I thought, wow, my teeth are way too big. I need braces back on again to hide them. And when I was getting all of the instructions about the retainer and all those little things, you know, I could use whitening strips or the whitening trays. And I was really concerned about the retainer because I thought that I heard him say, you have to wear this for the rest of your life. And so I asked him a question just to clarify. I said, well, how, how often do I have to wear this retainer for? And he asked me the question back well, how long do you want straight teeth? And I said, well, for forever, of course. And he said, okay, then there's your answer. And I don't know if you had the same experience when you had your braces off or even if you had braces, but I will tell you today, I still wear my retainer. It's a funny little habit because I am just convinced that my teeth are going to become crooked again and I'm going to have to go through all of that work to make my to make my teeth straight again. And I feel like this story really illustrates this question that I get a lot. Do I always have to strengthen my pelvic floor? And not only is this a question that I get asked often, It's one that was asked to me recently by someone that's in the health and fitness industry. And I was kind of taken aback by this. And she said, well, what, once you get rid of your leakage, you know, you strengthen your pelvic floor after you have your baby, you're just done, right? Like why, why would I need to continue working with you or, you know, strengthening my pelvic floor? And I I thought she was joking when she asked me this question and I was careful on how to continue because I thought, well, surely she has to know that, 
you know, the, the, the pelvic floor is just like our biceps and just like our triceps and our quad muscles and our calf muscles. Surely she has to know this. And I asked her and I said, well, do you still work out? And she said, well, well, of course I do. I go to this exercise class and I do weights at home. And she had this whole pretty complicated routine that she did for her workouts because she really does enjoy to work out. And one of the things that while we continued in this conversation that stuck out to me was she really assumed that this was a one and done thing. And I kept asking questions like, okay, well, why do you still work out? And she might say things like, well, I feel good, which is a great reason to work out. I, I, that's one of my reasons too. And then I asked her, well, you know, do you, do you work out to look a certain way? And she said, yes, that she did, which I was right there with her too. And I asked her, well, when you work out, do you also do it so you can keep up with your kids? Cause she has a couple of little ones that, you know, if, if you've been a mom of toddlers, you know, that the, the amount of running around is a lot more when they're little chasing after them, making sure they're not hurting themselves, those types of things. And she said, Oh, you know, I've never thought about it probably cause I've never been limited by that before. And I said, okay, well, would you say that that might be maybe a benefit of working out that maybe you didn't know before that it wasn't a conscious benefit that you were working out in order to achieve the ability to keep up with your kids? And she said, yeah, yeah, I I would say that's true. And I remember she made a comment, well, like, well, you know, maybe when I'm a grandma, I'll want to keep working out so I can keep up with my grandkids, which I, which I thought was a really great answer. Cause I think grandma should work out to keep up with their grandkids besides all the other reasons that there are to exercise and to remain, or at least to have to maintain some sort of physical fitness. And then I asked her, okay, well, has anyone ever said okay, well, now that you've reached this level of fitness or this physique, or, you know, you've, you've done so many classes that you can just rest and be done. And she laughed and said, no, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. And I said, okay, okay. I think, I think we're starting to be on the same page here. And then I asked her, I said, I I know you've seen a, um, a pelvic floor physical therapist before, are you still doing all of those exercises like you did before? Cause you, you've had leakage before and you sought help for it. So are you still doing those things? And she said, no, not really. I don't, I don't need to do that anymore. And I said, oh, okay. Um, how, how come I'm, I'm really curious. And she said, well, I don't have that problem anymore. And I said, I no, I get it. But what are, what are you doing, you know, during your week to strengthen your pelvic floor to make sure that you're maintaining that strength? And she said, oh, probably nothing. It works just fine. And I said, okay, well, let me ask you this question. Do you assume that from your bicep if you were to quit working out or your quad? And, and then I quickly added, you know, I'm not trying to be argumentative. I truly am not. I'm, I'm really just curious to try to figure out 
what your premise is about not exercising your pelvic floor just because you quote unquote don't have that problem anymore. And this I this conversation has stuck out because while everything made sense to her why she continued to need to work out all of her other muscles because again she went to a pilates class she went to a group fitness class she lifted weights at home it didn't seem to click that the pelvic floor was also an important muscle group and so i asked her if i could take just a couple more minutes of her time and she she agreed and I started telling her about the pelvic floor, what it does, its function, the fact that it participates in all three planes, or I'm sorry, that it has fibers that run in all three planes. And if we're 3D people living in a 3D world, that wouldn't having exercises that specifically target her pelvic floor, wouldn't it make sense that we would need to keep strengthening her pelvic floor in addition to all the other muscle groups for all the other benefits and the reasons for her working out. And she said, you know, I've never thought about it before. And so we were able to dive into a deeper conversation and I'm not going to bore you with it because it gets really sciencey and it gets really nerdy because again, she's in the health and fitness industry. And this was such an interesting conversation to me because she had the background and the foundation to to understand the importance of strengthening the pelvic floor, but somehow the idea of the pelvic floor even being um, maybe like an important muscle group in her mind or on her priority list, it never it never seemed to cross her mind until this conversation, which is one of the reasons that. This was such a fascinating and interesting conversation is it it took us a little bit to get there because like I said this conversation turned into a very sciency and a very nerdy conversation about muscles and exercise physiology and kinesiology and muscle origins and attachments and innervations and again all that stuff I won't bore you with but it just was fascinating to me that we couldn't quite or I couldn't get her to draw the same conclusion that I was drawing, even though she agreed that working out was important, that there was all these benefits of exercising and how important it was for her muscles to keep moving and to stay strong and to stay, you know, flexible and for her to stay functional. And probably for a lot of the reasons that she exercised, they're probably some of the same reasons that you exercise. And most of her reasons for exercising are a lot of the same reasons that I exercise. And I really wanted to bring this into context because while I get asked this question, well, do I still have to strengthen my pelvic floor once I strengthen it? Aren't I done? Well, just like my orthodontist said to me, well, how long do you want straight teeth? I would say the same thing to you. Well, however long you want a strong pelvic floor. Now, here's the caveat I want to throw into this. Depending on the program that you're doing or you're using, one versus the other might feel a little much. And in the same conversation and in in very similar conversations that I've had with other 
past patients, coaching clients in my DMs about this same idea is that they will say, well, I hate my program. It's so boring. Or I really hate being in the middle of my workout and thinking, oh, I have to lay down and do my therapy exercises. And this is where I feel like maybe being in the health and fitness industry, then maybe, just maybe, we have kind of missed the boat because I get it. When you work out and when you exercise, you do those things because you enjoy them. You don't necessarily enjoy therapy if you've ever had to do physical therapy. I'll be honest, some of those exercises are boring. And that is where my pursuit of looking into, well, how can I do a better job for my patients? How can I help them get better faster? How can I improve their compliance with what I'm asking them to do? Which was what led me, well, one of the many reasons that led me to the VAB3 method. And this is something where I was able to start changing the programs that I was writing for my patients. And eventually the patients, the programs that I was writing for my coaching clients. And the thing that I have really loved about utilizing this Fab 3 method, you can take a lot of exercises that you're doing and change them ever so slightly. And I'm talking about the exercises that are in your current workout or even exercises or dancing or doing the things that you love. You can take those and change them or tweak them in a way that it's going to benefit your pelvic floor. And this is also a conversation that I have with patients or and coaching clients when they get done, especially if we've had this goal of stopping the leakage and you know having pain-free intimacy, their question is, okay, well, do I have to do this for forever? Well, Yes, of course, for as long as you want these results, but also there's ways to do it. There's ways to strengthen your pelvic floor that are enjoyable. And in this episode, I hope that I wasn't vague about some of these things, but to really give you something different to think about as it relates your pelvic floor to your other muscle groups. You have to keep your other muscle groups strong. Otherwise, they're going to atrophy. They're not, you're going to lose that strength that you've worked so hard to get. And again, the same thing applies to your pelvic floor. So for this week's homework, I want you to check the description box below where I'm going to give you one of the workouts from my latest program, which is updated and changed but I wanted you to be able to have access to something that is going to improve the function of your pelvic floor free to you. So be sure to check the description box below. And remember, you're an heiress and a queen and everything in between. See you next time. If you enjoyed this episode or even wondered if I can help you, check the show notes for more details. And to see what else I'm up to, follow me on the socials at beyond the V period by Polly because I'm changing the conversation on women's health, the pelvic floor and more. I still need your help. Please subscribe, 
leave a review and share with a friend or two. See you next week.